a crazy Kwanzaa and a solemn and dignified Ramadan to everyone who is celebrating the holiday season. It is Ryland Turner and Kyle Joseph, and it is our Christmas and your holiday. It is the Christmas List Show. Merry Christmas, Kyle. Merry Christmas, Ryland. Happy holidays to all of our listeners. Whatever you happen to celebrate, it is a time of joy, and it is a time to talk about wrestling, but... I, you know, I'm particularly excited about this because it's the part of wrestling that I'm most familiar with. We're doing yes. wrestling video games. We are. We are. We are talking about the thing that I think growing up, I, I wish that was under the tree more was wrestling video games. But but with all that being said, Kyle, we have history with wrestling video games. I believe that was kind of our introduction to wrestling. Oh, for me, it was for sure. Like this was before I was watching it. Uh, well, before I was watching it, I was playing these these games just because you know it's what came out. I'm pretty sure when I got my um, N64, this is one of the earliest games I ended up, or you know, video games. Some of the earliest things I did. Uh, was wrestling. I, it, it's it's a lot of fun to play these games. They're they've been a long part of. They're a part of what got me into wrestling, and they're a big part of what got me back into wrestling. So I do want to start with a story I do remember distinctly. Uh, you guys getting you and your family getting the the N sixty four, the one year for Christmas, and I'll never forget your mother's reaction to WCW NWO Revenge being included in the package. And how horrified she was at you guys playing this video game. And that was the thing is like, so I remember, I remember we went to this is the uh, a bit of a tangent, but it's uh, getting the N sixty four because I had a Super Nintendo growing up first, and we had a lot of games for that. We didn't have any wrestling games. I never played any wrestling games on Super Nintendo. Um, wrestling was again forbidden in my house, but when we went to my mom and I went to Microplay. Back in the day, this is a, a bit of a retro story for those who remember all three people who remember Microplay. Um, is one of those offshoot competitive uh, games companies that went very, very super out of business. But we went there and we were looking to buy an N64, and we were lucky that there was a person there who was happened to be trying to sell an N64. And the store wouldn't offer uh, $100 at the time for it. it. was an N64, two or three controllers, and four games. And we're offering them less than 100 bucks. So we ended up offering 100 bucks and got this, this console for less than we would have gotten in a used N64 at the time. And it was 1080 snowboarding, it was Wave Race, it was Star Fox 64, and WCW NWO Revenge. And I think of the four, that probably is the game that I have the, the fondest memories of. Like, no shade on 1080. <laughs> but... 1080, like, 1080 was a fun game, don't get it me wrong. It slapped. It slapped, but it did not slap as hard as Revenge. And uh, you, so... have, you have siblings who don't even like wrestling who enjoyed playing this game. And I think that was a big thing, is that wrestling video games were a thing that my siblings surprisingly, at least a few of them, surprisingly enjoyed, even though they weren't big wrestling fans growing up. Um, some of it was just like a lot of silly fun, but that was the big thing about it. Um, with all that being said, we are going to do two lists uh, this morning. We are going to do the best wrestling video games, our top five, as well as wrestlers from video games that we enjoyed playing as a top ten. Kyle, are you ready to get into these lists? I am. Let's let's talk about wrestling video games. Do you have any honorable mentions, Rylan? Yes, I do. I have one. And this, this one's going to shock you, I think. WWE 2K22 is an, honorable, is an honorable mention on my list only because of recency bias. I think that it is one of the best wrestling games of all time. I'm almost 100% sure we're going to talk about it. But this is a game that... I think because it's only been out a year, I haven't like dove into this game like I probably should have. And uh, while I will say it's almost perfect, it when I look back on wrestling video games of my past, um, I I I can't include this in the top five. I just can't. There's too many other ones ahead of it. Um, just based on times in my life where I enjoyed wrestling video games, like. Even more so than I do now. Uh, I actually, I, I did think of a second honorable mention that I want to talk about, and that is uh, 
Legends of Wrestling 2. Mm. Now, these games were, for the most part, pretty terrible. <laughs> um, however, the amount of time I put into Legends of Wrestling 2, I I can't look at it like a negative thing. I enjoyed it for what it was. It, while the controls were, were ridiculous and uh, the game itself wasn't great, um, the idea of touring the territories was kind of a fun experience that we haven't gotten since. And I I, I mean, for me, as uh, the person who added on GameCube, I enjoyed this game uh, like a lot. Um, and, I, and I'll even throw uh, some some shine on Day of Reckoning. It was a series of GameCube wrestling games that came out. There was only two of them, but they were they were OK. They were OK. They, they did what they needed to do for the time. Kyle, do you have any honorable mentions? I do, actually. I have a couple, or I have one, sorry. And that one is Fire Pro Wrestling World. Okay. All right. I was wondering if we were going to talk about this. It's a good game. And I, I still play it on occasion. I don't play it as much as I, I wish I, I, I did. The customizations in Fire Pro are just amazing. Uh, I'm a fan of the, the isometric perspective. I think it's a lot of fun. It's one of those games that is... They give you so many options and so many uh, things that you're able to do. Uh, you can spend hours just losing yourself in the customization, let alone the actual gameplay. Fair enough. I, I can't believe you own this game and we did not play it while I was in Winnipeg. Oh, yeah, we probably should have. I mean, I have it for computer <laughs> and I don't know if I ha- how many computer controllers I have. but Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I guess it's time to get into lists proper. Ryland, do you want to start with number five? Number five, I'm going to give to WCW NWO Revenge. Uh, this is a game that you and I, particularly, bonded over growing up. Um, I'll never forget us making, like, uh, we, we were doing drafts and, like, universe mode before it was even a thought. We were we were creating titles. I, re- I remember distinctly you creating the Galaxy title, the WCW Galaxy title, uh, which Hulk Hogan held pretty prominently in the time that we were playing. It's hard to look back on that now, but it was it, the past. He's hard to beat. Really video is. Games. He really is. Um, this is a game that I got. And you know what's amazing to me is this is a game that I feel like wasn't even fully refined. Like uh, WWF 2000, which is another game I'm going to throw some shine on, was I feel like the more updated version of this game. There were a lot more modes. Uh, you had an ability to have title matches whenever you wanted. Um, and then the roster, I feel like, was adequate to what WCW slash NWO Revenge had. Um but there were some notable like um like characters removed from this game. Like Ric Flair is not in this game. And he was very prominent in WCW at the time, but I do believe there was a lawsuit between him and the video game company or something like that. He he didn't want to be in this game for whatever reason. I'll never forget though, me you and your brothers would always uh change Fit Finley to Ric Flair. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was uh, I. what little I knew about wrestling at the time. I, I definitely did come to appreciate some of the fun stuff. And, and we're going to talk about this game further, I assure you. Um, the customization wasn't the greatest um, and the, the career mode wasn't the greatest. But you know what? Like, it's a game that I look back on fondly because there's the nostalgic value of having a WCW game with as much. I, I, the roster really helped. Like, the roster was fucking huge. And shout out to Aki Man. That character was one of the most fun characters to play as. He's an honorable mention that I'm going to talk about later. But no, uh, this game, I, I, I have a lot of great memories with it. Kyle, you're number five. My number five is an interesting, um, more modern inclusion. It is uh, Wrestling Empire. I got this game on the Nintendo Switch, and considering how little I spent on it, uh, I want to shout out the person who who does make this game, um, or yeah, I guess uh, the the publisher is M. Dickey. Um, sort of an, an independently made wrestling game it is available on Steam for about twenty bucks if you want to pick it up, or it's also available on Switch. It is wacky fun. Uh, there is an interesting career mode. There's a lot of chaos going on. A lot of wrestlers. You can get into death matches. And actually, you can have characters actually die in the in the matches too. It is it is um, 
it, I mean, the the graphics are are what they are for an independent developer. It's not you know comparable to some of the other modern wrestling games out there. But this game is just like a lot of wacky, chaotic fun, and it, the controls are pretty fun to play. There's a lot of uh, the physics are very interesting, and it, it only adds to it to me. Um, I would call this game charming uh, and chaotic, and yeah, if you're into that type of thing, I would highly recommend it. Kyle, I want to break this news to you right now, just because uh, I think you're going to pop huge for this, and it is Christmas Day, so I wanted to give you a Christmas gift. Kyle, do you know that Dynamite is coming to Winnipeg? I did not know that. March 14th, 2023, Dynamite will be live in Winnipeg. Kidding. Yeah. It's it's time for Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho to come home. It's coming. It's happening, man. It's coming home. I, um, let me tell you, I got to find out when those tickets are getting, are coming up because I am going to be there for sure. Tickets go on sale Friday. Friday? That is too soon. (laughs) Next Friday. Sorry, next Friday. Okay. That's still too soon, but, uh, oh, this is, I I'm interested to see how much this sells because it's a pretty big venue, but man, I, let me tell you, I'm going to want to be there for sure. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. I mean, you need to be there. (laughs) I mean, yeah, I guess like we got to cover this show. I, man, cause that's, that wouldn't be a bad time for you to come back into town. Let me tell you. Yeah, yeah, it really wouldn't be. that. That's a, a couple weeks before my birthday, so we're, we're yeah. definitely going to have to make that happen. That's what I'm saying, is you might want to consider uh, a timely visit. Um, with all that being said, <laughs> okay, let's move on. <laughs> Sorry, RJ, we, 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 uh, we lost it for a second there. I mean, I mean yeah, it's probably worth, uh, I mean, it's, it's worth including. That's interesting. That's, that's going to be a lot of fun, for sure. I'm going to see who I can drag to that. I'll see if Christian wants to go. Let's do it. Let's do it. He can be on Wednesday Night Wallop that week. All right. Um, back into wrestling video games. <laughs> uh, what's what's your number four? My number four is WWE Here Comes the Pain. Uh, this was, for me, like the best that the WWE SmackDown series had to offer. Although I really did enjoy uh, the, the, the year prior's offering in uh, Shut Your Mouth. Uh, this game was perfect. Paul Heyman wrote the storylines for the season mode. Um, the, the roster was great. The customization was great. Uh, it just, it was at the time, the perfect wrestling game. Uh, and we're going to talk about it more when I get into the the wrestler side of things in our top 10. But uh, this game was, uh, I just, I have uh, so many fond memories of Here Comes the Pain. It's one of the ones that I do not own on PS2. I do have a, a, a PS2. And I do own pretty much nothing but wrestling games for it. So it's one that I certainly have to grab at some point. But man, this game was was pretty much pretty perfect. That's fair. It's a, it's a good choice. It is a good choice. Is this a game that you really had a lot of history with or no? No, I didn't. That was the thing is that Here Comes the Pain was the part of that I, that I missed because I sort of skipped a generation um, with regards to wrestling video games. It, it didn't come back until later. It's fair. Um, my Kyle, number you're f- number four. Yeah, my number four. Um, oh, man, we got to talk about this one. This would be WrestleMania X8. For the oh, Nintendo wow. Game I didn't Cube. expect this to make your list. Wow. I remember this. I, this was the second wrestling game you got. Yes, it was. Um, this game was... This game was fun. Like, there is something to... Um, a wrestling video game where you go to the cell and you throw somebody off the cell... And they no sell it because that's how wrestling video games work. This game was this game was pretty fun. It was uh, not amazing into, as far as wrestling video games go, but there was a lot of modes. There was a lot of chaos. It had the the Christian song, which my brother Christian was uh, in equal parts amused and annoyed by. Um, <laughs> But yeah, like you had a bunch of different modes for matches. You obviously had the cell, you had the ladder matches. 
You had the the battle royals, which are a lot of fun. Like, yeah, this was this was not an amazing game, but it was a perfectly fine one. I, I feel like a lot of the, the the choice going into that game for you is just how much fun we had as kids playing this game. Yeah, I think that's fair. and I think that 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 goes for a lot of the games that I have listed here. Is like because a lot of the games that I have listed here aren't games that I played in my twenties or thirties. It was games that I played in my teens and early, you know, years. So it's it certainly like I, I could totally understand that. You caught me off guard completely with that one, though. Yeah, I mean that's that's what I'm here to do. I, I think I might do it once more as we go along on this. Uh, what's your number? You're up to number three now. We are now up to number three. Number three is a game that I think me and you both have to shout out, and I'm sure you have it on your list too. If not, I, I'm surprised. WWE 2K19 got us through three years, Kyle. Three years <laughs> that this game powered through. I guess there was a WWE 2K20, but we don't talk about that game. We don't talk happened. about that. No, it, it didn't, because that fucking game was broken, man. Like, I tried. I tried with that game and it just did not happen um i i don't remember most of the storyline mode i don't remember almost anything about it because it was too fucking hard to play so there is that uh but 2k19 man like this was i feel like the best thing 2k did up until 2k22 it was perfect at the time uh, great roster, great mechanics to it. The simulation style that they had in it was, at that point, I think the best it could be. Uh, certainly, we've gotten better. But, I mean, they, it, they took a year off to get better, right? So, like, um, this is a game that me and you played to death. To death! DDP, man. DDP. Oh, oh he will be mentioned later. Um, I'll just go ahead and say I have the 2K series in in this list and i'll start by talking about 2k19 yeah this game did get us through a lot um this is my, my number three by the way is, is the 2k series this game did get us through a lot the story mode was it wasn't perfect but it was a lot of fun you had some uh some interesting characters i i did enjoy despite the fact that his nickname buzz was quite terrible i think yes. it was it was a really good well put together story mode um it utilized the roster pretty well some some of it was better than others i think i think bray wyatt's inclusion was a bit of a standout and anytime Ke uh, kevin owens and Sami Zayn were were there you could tell they had a lot of fun doing recording the lines the way that you know they probably have a lot of fun doing a lot of stuff. But, yeah, th this is a really great game. Um, and it was a nice holdover while we waited for 2K22 to come out. Um, I don't know if you have anything more to say, because I have more to say about some other games. Uh, please, go on. So, 2K19 was a good game, but what got me back into wrestling was w or was uh, 2K16. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, which was a fantastic game. It, that is the game that it, you know got me back into the career mode thing. I learned who these NXT people were. That's how I learned about some of the guys who were out down there. Like uh, that's where we had Tyler Breeze and Stardust, Finn Balor, Sami Zayn. You know, starting to figure out who these humans were and what they were about and how good they were in this wrestle in uh, the world of wrestling. Uh, the new day. Um, we also had, and then 2K22, I had to mention as well. It, a lot of fun, but the big standout for both of these games for me, I think, I think 2K22, I'll say the career mode was probably the standout. It was the, it was very well put together. There's a lot to it. I haven't ever completely finished it, but it was a lot of fun to play through a lot of the scenarios and a lot of the stuff. There was so much going on in that career mode. And for the 2K16 and 2K22, um, the Rey Mysterio mode, I, I will say it was disappoint. The one thing about the Rey Mysterio mode that was a little disappointing was some of the matches that were missing. Um, from his career. Yes. It, well, obviously with licensing being the way it was, it was hard to go through. Because it's, it's one thing to have, you know, a match against Eddie Guerrero. 
which was a fantastic showcase. And obviously, you know, he had some fantastic matches with Eddie Guerrero. And to, and to mention that, that's, that's really, really cool. It's another thing entirely to have a match against, I think it was Lince Dorado. Just a random match on a random Raw that I'm sure got a very tepid reaction, despite, you know, probably being entertaining. <laughs> I, 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 you know, the, it feels like there's some, there were some missing inclusions from that, but you wouldn't see in other modes. Because let me tell you, that Stone Cold Steve Austin mode didn't feel like it was missing anything. No, it really didn't. That was one like, of the best, one of the best like showcase modes that they've done. Obviously, they didn't. You know, they couldn't include Owen Hart, which was maybe the only person that was was missing. But like everything else, there was fantastic. They had all of those great feuds. They had the Bret Hart matches. They had all of the stuff with that he had over the you know the and obviously culminating with the Rock matches. What a fantastic, fantastic story mode and really gets you back into like that's what got me back into wrestling was going through that again and feeling all of those emotions come flooding back and and the fun that I had with that. So, yeah, uh, the 2K series, that's a long inclusion, but yeah, definitely a, a key inclusion for me. See, now I'm the only thing I will say about that is there are some in that 2K series minus 20 that were not great. But yeah, uh, with that being said, with that being said, though, I mean, you said it yourself. 16 was the one that got you back into wrestling. So you missed 15, thankfully. Um, but 14 and 13, I, I well, 13 wasn't 2K, but 14, I feel like was a solid game. Um uh, 17 was there 18 was good but but like i feel like they focused a lot on that oh we're, we're gonna have you free roam backstage and let me tell you i don't give a shit about free roaming backstage if it's gonna take me 10 and a half minutes to get to the arena yeah oh yeah and yeah that story oh that was uh that was a long one yes it was it certainly was this podcast is brought to you by spear king literally our producer, RJ, has decided to branch out and brand himself, and we couldn't be more excited to hear that. If you've been with Wednesday Night Wallop from the beginning, you will hear that the production has since improved tenfold, and that's all thanks to Spear King. RJ has worked tediously to hone his production skills, from the opening song to the tidbits of music sprinkled throughout, and the editing of the podcast in its entirety. Spear King puts a royal effort into your product. I know for a fact that we wouldn't have the professional sound that we do without his efforts. So please go support our producer in all of his future endeavors, and don't be afraid to reach out about something you're interested in RJ getting his hands on. That's Spear King Co. on Facebook, at spear.king.co on Instagram and at Spear King Music on TikTok. Spear King. Music, media, and production. Kyle, we're on to no we're on to the top two. We are. We are on to the top two. Uh Rylan, what's your number two? My number two is Def Jam Fight for New York. Kyle. This is not your typical wrestling game, but this is a game I had on the GameCube. I had both Def Jam uh, and Def Jam Fight for New York. Uh, Fight for New York, I feel like, was uh, the better of the two. Both games I thought were great, though. Um, some inclusions, I, I just want to go through 67 playable hip-hop artists. Uh, Capone, D-Mob, Eric Sermon, Flavor Flav, Ghost, Ghostface Killer, uh, Killa, sorry, Ghostface Killa. Henry Rollins was in this game. Henry Rollins had no business being in this game, but Henry Rollins is so hard. Every hip hop guy in the uh, game was like, yeah, yeah, Henry Rollins can be in this game. Snoop Dogg, Scarface, Method Man, uh, Busta Rhymes. Uh, the notable inclusions in the second one were DMX um, and, and a few others. Uh, but but he was in the first game like this. These games, I don't know, Kyle, if you've ever played them. I haven't. No. Oh, they were so good. The story was so good. This was super arcadey, super not what you expect pro wrestling to be, but also to that same point, like it was good enough to have it so they were enjoyable. You could believe you could consider them a wrestling game. And there were two games and, and we're, we're there. There's talk of another one coming. So these weren't games that people look back on um, negatively. 
but certainly I, uh, I I'm going to put this in my number two just because I, I, I had forgotten about this game. And as I was doing research for these lists, these games came back into my life just by a few videos and on YouTube. And uh, I couldn't leave them out. Def Jam, Def Jam Vendetta, Def Jam Fight for New York. It's a double pick for number two. So my number two, I was a WWE kid growing up because in Canada, WWE broadcasted on a network that, uh, on TSN, network that I had growing up. Uh, very, you know, the, it's sort of the biggest sports network in Canada. And yeah, it was easy to watch. WCW was less easy to watch. But let me tell you, I knew every one of those WCW wrestlers after playing the amount of hours I logged in WCW NWO Revenge. Yes. This game was... It was just a lot of fun. It, there was, it was well-balanced. Uh, it was well-put-together. You, the, I mean, there wasn't a lot of depth to it, but it was just so fun picking wrestlers and going out there and, you know, playing around. I'm not going to get into all of my personal favorite wrestlers because there's another list we're going to do for that, and a bunch of them are going to get included. But, yeah, there was a lot of... This was a lot of fun. There was a lot of chaos. There's, you know, so many... For a game on... And this is the one thing I will say, is if you consider, like, something like Super Smash Bros., for example, on the N64, another game that I had... That game only had 12 characters. Right. Even in, you know, other sports games, there was only so many characters you could you could have um, if it was like an individual sport. Obviously, team sports would have a bunch of players, but, you know, a limited number of teams. It's amazing how many <laughs> options you had in this N64 game. There was... You know, almost, and everyone was organized. Everyone was yes. organized into the WCW crew, the NWO, the NWO Wolfpack, and Ravens Flock, and whatever. Like everyone yeah. was organized into a spot. And then they included a bunch of. Uh, they found a fun way to include a bunch of Japanese wrestlers by basically putting them in in um, odd costumes. If you ever wondered. Who the executioner was? It's Kenta Kobashi. I didn't just, know that. Yeah, I did not know that. Yeah, it's just uh, that was the thing is they had made this game uh, a, a similar game in Japan, and so they got to reskin a bunch of the Japanese wrestlers. So that's um, yeah, Aki Man, as you had mentioned, is Mitsuharu Misawa. Um, these are yeah, yeah, and uh, Doctor Death Steve Williams is then there as Jekyll. So yeah, it's a it was a very wow. very fun game. Wow. Yeah, you're blowing my fucking mind, Kyle. Yeah, I know. It really is Christmas. <laughs> it really is. But but all the cruiserweights were there. All of you know the fun players that you would expect to see. Um, yeah, it was just such a very deep roster. It was so much fun to play, and I can't say enough good things about this game. WCW Revenge, one of the bizarrest opening sequences. <laughs> Yes, yes. Dun, 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 just, a, nah. just a trucker driving down the road, being blocked by Sting for some reason. Uh, you know, as you do. It, it, but it was a very fun game. Yes, yes, certainly. Uh, th that's a game. Again, I, I, I can't say enough about it. Like we got so much enjoyment out of this game as kids. I'll never forget our mothers watching us play this game while it was set up in your living room. And just horrified at the violence, but also like laughing at the the amount of fun we were having at it. Yeah, and you know and that was one of those things that it, it was a good it was a good balance of of entertainment and oh so many you know the the over the you know the matches where you get where you you know you have to stay in the ring and different things like that and and having fatal four-way matches where we're dragging each other out of the ring and doing all kinds of chaos it was it was a really fun game and a good inclusion on the n64 certainly yeah oh yeah oh yeah so yeah that's my number two well i wonder if we have the same number one we do not I, we're, we're, we, <laughs> we will we do not wow okay all right we will find out then uh WWE, sorry, WWF No Mercy. Um, 
This is um, a lot of people consider it the perfect wrestling game. Obviously, like through time, wrestling games have become more in depth and certainly graphically a lot better. But when it comes to a career mode, when it comes to title matches during exhibition matches, when it comes to the first ever inclusion of a ladder match in in wrestling games and on one that was fairly perfect too like it was a pretty fucking good ladder match there was there was not a lot to complain about when it comes to the, the ladder match that was in WWF No Mercy like the roster the creation suite was oh it was amazing the unlockables great stuff um and again i i can't say more about what they call i guess at the time they called it the championship mode but every single championship was available you could go for whatever title you want uh storylines would change based on how you won and lost it was a lot of stuff that was already on the tv at the time so obviously fans at the time um were gonna enjoy it but like to go back and, and be involved in some of these storylines so much fun and it's a game that i again i i, I mean like aew fight forever a game that we have not played yet it, apparently, it's it plays very similar to this game. I think a lot of wrestling fans hold it in very high regard. You haven't spoken about it, but I, but I also feel like you might not have had a lot of time with this game. I, I never had it. Fair enough. I, so, I went back to but it, but no, like, this game for me, and it's it's still fun. But you know, you don't get those same memories uh, as playing it when you're growing up. Uh, a story I have to share about this game. I had a friend who lived down the street. We we're both wrestling fans, and he had this game. I, I only had this game one time in my life, um, and I don't remember what happened with it. I really don't. I had all the wrestling N64 games at one point, and they all systematically disappeared. Again, I don't remember what happened. But anyway, uh, uh, my buddy down the street had this game. And this is at a time, 2002, 2003, we created the entire current roster on this game and it was pretty fucking good we there was a website dedicated to if you wanted to create the current roster they would give you the perfect move set they would tell you all the ways to create the guy um like looks wise and again you could just basically create the current roster it was like i had john cena back in the day when he was wearing his like tights like that's in in 2003 i was playing no mercy with john cena in in this game it was it was it was a good time uh i never i i i i never had a bad time playing this game it was always a lot of fun so no wwf no mercy that's the one for me you're gonna be surprised by my number one i don't think i am because you haven't talked about it yet so i feel like we're about to uh what haven't i talked about is it 2k22 i have i have talked about 2k22 i included the 2k series that's true that's true you did do that oh so then i am curious the total extreme wrestling series t-e-w i don't know oh wait yes i do know this you you had me download this on my laptop at one point and we tried to play it together, but it just it, my laptop was such garbage that it, it basically just we downloaded the game and then it just said I quit. I currently still play TW 2020. Uh, it is a game made by Adam Ryland and Grey Dog Software. It is not a wrestling game traditionally. It is a wrestling booking game, and it is so much fun. Yes, being able to to build your own company and either use the created wrestling world that exists in the game or to, you know, download some of the existing, you know, the real world wrestling uh, and, you know, put together a company full of, of wrestlers or play as AEW or WWE or NXT or whatever you happen to be doing. So much fun. I've logged so many, so many, so many hours into these games and, you know, built up companies and tried to take down and become the, the greatest in the world. And it is definitely a slow build. It is not a game necessarily for everybody, but as a person who is a big fan of management games, this is definitely one of my favorites. And I, you know, I have to include it. Um, Total Extreme Wrestling Series, in particular TEW 2020, if you are a fan of this type of spreadsheet management game, if you're a fan of strategy games, if you're a fan of, or, uh, you know, if you like the idea of booking a show and having to, you know, book better and better shows, 
Uh, it's an interesting puzzle. Uh, I would highly recommend it. I have a question for you, Kyle. Do you think Tony Khan would be able to play this game successfully? <laughs> That's a that's a that's a hard to answer question. <laughs> He's having some trouble of late, but we'll 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 deal with that as as the next season can, uh, goes on. Uh, yeah, so that is my number one. That's a that's a great choice. I did not see that coming. You're right, and you know what? I should have because I thought about that game while I was thinking about these lists, and while I enjoyed it profusely, I just feel like on the the. the the computer that I had, even the computer I have now, like, I feel like if, if we put that game on this computer, whoo, it would not be good. It would not not be good. Um, but no, uh, I, I, it was so much fun to do that with you. Uh, I, I feel like playing against each other was less fun just because I was not well versed in this style of game. <laughs> and to play alongside you would, would I think, be a more a more fun experience for me. So we should certainly look into that in our future yeah for sure something to look into something to look forward to for sure um so are we ready to move on to wrestlers yes yes we have a top 10 for this list wrestlers in wrestling video games all right um i'm gonna start with my honorable mentions here oh okay for uh wrestlers in video games i've got a couple and I could probably include, you know, hundreds because I've, I enjoy playing as a bunch of wrestlers. But two come to mind. Uh, Sting. One of my favorite things about uh, WWE Revenge is that Sting comes out with that baseball bat. <laughs> so you immediately, especially in like, you know, a battle royal situation, uh, you'd immediately come in and, and just wreck havoc with that thing. Uh, so much fun. And... I'm also going to give a shout out to my man Macho Man Randy Savage. So much fun to play in video games. That elbow drop. Yeah. Always a good oh, time. Yeah. Absolutely. How about you? Honorable mentions. Um, well, you know what? I wasn't going to include him, but now that you included Sting, uh, another character from Revenge who came in with a weapon, La Parka. La Parka, the chairman of WCW, and that that guy rolled in with a chair every time he played as him. Uh, I mean, also a great luchador to play with. Don't get me wrong. There, he he he's the only other character though from Revenge who makes even close to my list. Oh, really? Yeah, there is one other. There is one other. I have a few. Let me tell you. But admittedly, some of them I would say aren't necessarily just because of that game. Fair enough. I feel like some are going to be surprising on my list for you. I'm excited to get into this one. All right, let's get into it then. Uh, my number 10. This is an interesting one. So my number 10 is Dr. Frank. And Dr. Frank is a character from WCW NWO Revenge. He is a reskinning of a Japanese wrestler, as so many were. He was... Uh, a, basically a zombie. And he's a gym uh reskinning skinning I'm gonna pronounce this wrong. Um Jumbo Sitsura. Sitsuda, sorry. Jumbo Sitsuda, a, a professional Japanese wrestler from back in the day. And he is included almost exclusively, because I did enjoy the executioner more, I think, of the two. But Dr. Frank is included because he fin his finishers the giant swing. And there's something amazing about watching the giant swing in WCW NCW NWO Revenge. And it's something that No Mercy can never replicate. <laughs> I'll give you that. Uh that's that's certainly true. I for oh that that memory was so blocked out of my mind until you said Dr. Frank. And then I, again, when you said his finisher, I'm like, I have no idea what it is. And then you said the, the giant swing and, and it immediately it pops back to my mind. That, that red leather jacket. Yeah. And that was the thing about it is that that was so wild was because you, you don't, because I didn't know who any of these people were at the time. And so like learning what their finishers were is always interesting. And for him, his was so wild. Like, is you know, you just see that you're, you're, you watch, because I, I remember the first time we did it, I was playing against this character, and I got the finisher hit on me, and there's something very jarring about getting the giant swing hit on you. Yes. 
Yes, I'll bet for the opponent as well. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it. Um, Doctor Frank is my number ten. That's great. Wow. You put. You're going. They, these are deep cuts, Kyle. Deep cuts. Uh, my number ten. Uh, you're gonna laugh at me, but it's CM Punk from WWE 13. Uh, this was the first. This was the game that they made. When that guy was at the top of the WWE, this had your Attitude Era mode where you returned to some of those big moments in the Attitude Era and replayed those. That was it was a lot of fun. I thought the roster was pretty fantastic in that game. And at the time, CM Punk was my guy. And like it was super fun to have a game kind of based around him and his career. So, I mean, there was all that. Um, but yeah, that's my number 10 CM Punk from WWE 13. And I will say WWE 13, uh, very underrated wrestling game. I thought that game was a lot of fun. I had, you know, I had a ton of fun of that game, not as much as 14, because that's when they brought in the, uh, community creations, but 13 was a really good game. It's a good choice. You're going to laugh at this one. My number nine, Eric Bischoff. Oh my God. If oh you, my god! If you've and it, for anybody who's ever played WCW and uh, NWO Revenge, you know exactly what I'm talking about. All he did so, was strike. So Eric Bischoff, the game had um, basically a two button control. There were other things that did other things, but your primary two buttons B was strike and A was grapple. But Eric Bischoff didn't do any grapples, so all you would do would be would do punches and kicks. And I thought this guy was amazing because he's out here just like roundhousing people to the face. It was a lot of fun, but he couldn't do any grapple moves, so you just had to you had to do what you could to, to get those strikes in to pick up the victories. And it was a unique inclusion into the game. It was an interesting way to put him in the game. And it made him a very entertaining wrestling character. And again, as somebody who didn't know who this was, I just liked to pick him because he like kicked people in the face. So upon learning who Eric Bischoff was in like 2002 when he joined WWE, because I'm sure that was the first time you ever saw that man's actual face Oh, when he when he became the general manager of Raw. I had fallen out by that point. Really? OK, OK. So fair enough. Fair enough. Um, so when was the first time you saw this guy's face that I learned about Eric Bischoff? Um, looking back into WCW later. OK, OK. It was very, very late. Okay. Wow. Wow. Okay. Well, there is uh, there's something to say for that. I, I again left field. You're catching me with that one. Whew. Eric Bischoff. Wow. Okay, That's what I'm here to enough. do. I'm here to I'm here to go left field. Uh, well, I'm, this one's also going to be left field for you too, Kyle, because uh, my number nine pick is Kane from No Mercy. Um, this character was just unstoppable. When you ever you had to face him in a championship mode, one of the hardest characters to play against, that choke slam was ridiculous. Everyone went down for the three count. Tombstone pile driver, his power bomb, like everything was was phenomenal. The the clothesline off the top rope. Back when Kane was Kane, not this weird asshole parlor uh, politician in the states that he is now. Um, back when Kane was that burned guy. <laughs> uh, that's my pick for, for, for number nine. I, I, I really enjoyed playing as Kane in No Mercy. My number eight. You've got nothing for that. You've got nothing. <laughs> I, they don't have much to say, but like, Kane's a lot of fun to play. I, Fair enough. Um, I, like, he, you know, the, the choke slam is, is a really fun move um, as, a, as a finisher, especially because his is so delayed and everything, too. You get the really yeah. satisfying gratification of knowing that your opponent's in trouble before he puts them away. Similarly, my uh, number eight, this is for multiple games. Sometimes it's just nice to be the biggest guy there. So my number eight is the big show or the wow. giant, depending on the game. Wow. Okay. I like that. I like that choice. Cause I wouldn't have thought that, but you know, it makes sense. It does make sense. Yeah. Sometimes it's just a lot of fun to be the biggest guy in the, in the room to, to beat up the smaller people, um, to to hit power of the punch, which terrible finisher, but in a video game, a lot of fun. <laughs> um, obviously the choke slam as well. He was great as the giant. He was uh, probably better in um, as the big show. I think 
peak big show for me was probably that uh, WrestleMania 19, but he was he's been the, one of the things about him is he's been a fixture in, in wrestling so long that he's been in basically every wrestling video game I've ever owned. So that's fair. That's fair. Uh, I, you know what? I'm just thinking about these games uh, now, and I, and I don't want to disinclude them. It is Christmas, so you'll get an extra minute from me. Uh, the Xbox uh, games that they released when the Xbox first came out. Raw, not so good. Raw 2, that was a good game. The creation suite in that, again, fantastic uh, career mode. While there was no dialogue in any of the cutscenes that you had, really in-depth really good so uh shout out to raw and raw 2 raw was fun for playing like exhibition that was about it with your buddies that, that otherwise that game was trash but but it's the only <laughs> raw one was the only game to ever include haku in, as in the roster interesting yes it was a lot of fun um you're number eight Rowan. well you you chose the biggest guy i'm not gonna do that uh, Daniel Bryan in WWE 2K19, uh, the Daniel Bryan mode in sp- uh, specifically, great, just fantastic, fantastic stuff. I loved being able to play as all the different versions, even even being able to play as Bryan Danielson, like that little tiny little inclusion that he had against Cena. Um, I thought that was uh, it was a great mode in in wrestling games, and the character I grew really attached to. I mean, like he's a character who's. Uh, for me, one of the best of all time and somebody who we're continuing to see wrestle to this day. So there's a lot of love for for Danielson. Um, but this game in particular highlighted him in a way that no other one did. And I thought this was the best game with him. So my number seven, let me tell you about the McMahon family. Oh, fuck. In WrestleMania 18. All three McMahons were included in that game. Vince McMahon, his finisher was the Stunner. Yeah, of course it was. Stephanie McMahon's finisher was the Pedigree. Of course it was. And Shane McMahon did the Angle Slam. Yeah, you know what? That checks out for that time. Let me tell you something. Shane McMahon, low-key, very fun video game player to play, character to play. <laughs> so... The Coast to Coast was basically included because of Shane McMahon uh, in some of those those wrestling video games, the 2K games. And then obviously adding the angle slam. And then as sat like I do not enjoy watching him wrestle because he is not a very good wrestler. But that theme song's a bop. Oh my god, yeah. So it was always fun to come out with here comes the money and here's this weird guy and it's, and the taunts man that's the big thing is when you're beating somebody with Shane McMahon you get to do those shuffle taunts how how are you going to be the guy with the freshest pair of Jordans in the room and not know how to fucking dance at all <laughs> like I just that's me like listen I don't get me wrong that Shane McMahon dance is iconic but it's terrible at the same time. And this is coming from a white guy. Like, I know bad dance moves when I see them. And that's one of them. It's it's on the Alex Wright level. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Listen. Don't you fucking dare dismerge Alex Wright. Dis- <laughs> <laughs> that guy could move. Shane yeah, McMahon, he was just flailing his body in different directions. But yeah, Shane McMahon is a lot of fun to play as in in wrestling video games because he'll dive off of everything. The coast to coast is a lot of fun, and yeah, back in the day he did the ankle slam, um, something I cannot imagine him actually trying to do. But yeah, Shane McMahon's my number seven. It looks like we're gonna have to review uh, King of the Ring two thousand one because he had a match with Angle and it was a disgusting affair. Uh, anyway. Number seven, I guess, for me. Uh, Triple H in Here Comes the Pain. Listen, there were certain characters in this game, three in particular, that if you played as them in the season mode, you would win the title very quickly. You would hold the title the entire season mode and you would beat the game fairly quickly. One was Triple H. One was the guy I'm going to mention next, who I found more fun to play with than Triple H. And one was Brock Lesnar. These three guys... Um, I'm sure you can you might be able to pick out who the next one is, Kyle. Um, we're just bosses. And again, if you played as them, 
no matter who you were up against in season mode, no matter what difficulty you were playing on, you were going to win the match. The pedigree and the F5 and the aforementioned named or an aforementioned uh, move name that I uh, am going to talk about next. Uh, they were killers. So Triple H and Here Comes the Pain is my number seven. That's a good pick. Um, my number six. I've been going off the wall for a lot of these. Now, sometimes it's just it's just nice to play the final boss. And there might be few greater final bosses in wrestling than The Undertaker. Mm-hmm. Yep. No matter what game, uh, no matter, like, man, the Tombstone is such a satisfying finisher. Yep. And the last ride, low-key, an excellent finisher in its own right. Could, he couldn't really do it in real life, but those last rides in video games, they were clean. Listen, he could do it if he was in there with the right guy. His last rides on Christian were always amazing. His last rides against Jeff Hardy, always amazing. When he was in there with a heavy guy, yeah, you're not going to do it. You're not. You're definitely not going to do it. But I, I'll give him credit for trying. But yeah, uh, The Undertaker goes without saying. I will say this. I'm surprised we haven't had a Taker mode in a 2K game. He's the, That's a guy I think should should um, they should do a mode with. Yeah, instead we just get all of his skins. Yeah. I, it, and, and I'll be honest, every time we get all of those skins, I, I, I <laughs> maybe this is just me and you're going to laugh. It's always Biker Taker. That's my favorite Taker. Biker Taker is, is is will always be my favorite Undertaker. As soon That's as he fair. came in as the Biker Taker, I was like, listen, he. I understand he's a supernatural, wild character, but that shit was it. Just for me, and I, I'm not a biker. I, I would never get on a motorcycle like that's that's just me. But I maybe I live vicariously through that character. I don't know. <laughs> but I always love Biker Taker. So every time they include him in a game, I'm like, yes, rolling. All right. That's my number six. <laughs> Rylan, yours? My number six. Uh, another Here Comes the Pain character. The, the one that I didn't mention. Uh, Goldberg. Listen, I'm not a Goldberg fan. But if you played as Goldberg, you weren't losing. Doesn't matter who you were facing. You could have been facing Triple H or Brock Lesnar. You weren't losing. That guy was jacked. The jackhammer was powerful. The spear you could hit from anywhere. Anywhere. And you still can. And that's great. Um, but no, uh, Goldberg was was fantastic in, in Here Comes the Pain. And uh, again, if you're going into this game and you just want to go through it quickly, one of those three characters in season mode, you're solid. You're not gonna. You're not gonna be playing this game for long. We're moving into the top five, and nine number five. I got to give a shout out to WWE 2K22 because Rey Mysterio mode is so much fun. I will agree with you on that. Rey Mysterio is has always been really fun to play because his move set has always been you know chaos, and it's amazing how good a wrestler he continues to be to this day. But yeah. I don't know if I need to say anything. Being a high flyer is just so much fun sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. It, it Certainly, Rey Mysterio is one of those characters who I feel like I probably should have given an honorable mention to. But yeah, it, it's, I, I will agree with you. That mode is a great. It's a great yeah. mode. That's my number five. Uh, mine is Edge from WWF Shut Your Mouth. The game that came before Here Comes the Pain. Uh, the reason that Edge is the character I'm choosing is because the first time I ever played this game, I was like, all right, right into the season mode. And one of my favorite guys at the time was Edge. He was a young cat. It was like 2002, 2003. Um, and he was freshly like solo. So he was a guy who I took through the career mode. And I will say I learned uh, almost anything you need to know about this guy's moveset playing this game. Um, I had so much fun as this character in this game, all the different storylines I went into winning King of the Ring, being fired from the company, sitting on the sidelines for four months. Like it was it was super, super fun. Like I, I enjoyed this heavily. So while I know, Kyle, you're not going to have much to say about this game. Um, this this one was this one sticks out to me. That's just always been a fun character to play. He's so versatile. Yes. Number four. Speaking of versatility, watching the evolution of Chris Jericho in video game form has been amazing. 
He was in the first video game, uh, wrestling video game I played, WCW and WO Revenge, as this, you know, charismatic high flyer. And then, through the 2K series, every year it seemed like he was a little bit different. I will say, I think personally, there's something really joyful about um, Light Up Jacket Chris Jericho. I, don't, I think that might be my personal favorite in video game form. But, yeah, Chris Jericho is just a lot of fun to play as. The submission's really great. The old school one had the power bomb, and then obviously the lion tamer. Um, doing the lion salt's a lot of fun. That's usually a move you can just pull off at all times, too. A lot of fun. The walls. Uh, it's a great submission. It's, it's great to tap people out in the walls. Chris Jericho's my number four. Love that pick. Love that pick. Uh, mine is from the current game. Uh, one of the downloadable characters in one of the uh, packages that they had, if you bought the whole holy shit pack, well, I guess not the holy shit package, but the like, uh, wow, that's great package, the $120 version of the game, Umaga. Uh, Umaga is one of my favorite characters to play in this game because this is exactly like the way he moves, the way he throws down his moves. Everything is the way I remember Umaga on TV. And Umaga was always one of those like low key characters that while it was corny and it was definitely very 80s events at the time to create a character like this, it worked. And he's a character that I look back on fondly. And unfortunately, he's no longer with us. Um, but his inclusion in this game was fantastic. And I'm, I'm super happy that they did throw him in there because um, I never really got a chance to play as him. And, and he was in past games, but those games, if you go back and play them, it's just not the same. Um, and I thought that he was really well um, displayed in, in 2K22. That's a really good choice. I, I do like playing as Umaga, I will say. Kyle, you're, uh, you're number four. My number four. So, or my number three. Oh, your number, yes, your number three. Chris Jericho I had at number four. One of the greatest matches I have ever witnessed um, in watching uh, simulation wrestling. WWE 2K19, um, my WCW Monday Nitro television title match, 30-minute Iron Man, Falls Count Anywhere. Chris Jericho versus DDP. <laughs> DDP was a legend for me in uh, one of uh, Rowan and my um, wrestling um, universe modes. And he's so much fun to play. The Diamond Cutter is a great move. I feel like you can hit it out of anywhere. It's it's a really fun to put people away with. Um, he's so entertaining. Obviously, tons of energy coming into the ring, too, which is always important. Uh, yeah, I, it is a shame DDP never got an, a real run in WWF, because I do think we had a few years of great DDP left. But for my money, uh, and you know what? The big thing is he's just as fun to play as in, in Revenge, too. Yeah. So oh, yeah. DDP, my number three. Great choice. Great choice. I, I I wasn't thinking you were going there, but I, I forgot you, you. You mentioned off the top that you were going to definitely include some of that. So, yeah, that's a that's a great choice. Uh, that takes me back. That takes me back. Kyle, number three for me is Stone Cold Steve Austin, specifically in 2K16. We have the Stone Cold Steve Austin mode, which was like, honestly, out of all of the like throwback showcase modes that they've done for me is the best one. Um, it was it was perfect. And his character is so much fun to play as because he's a brawler. All you have to do is punch a guy a bunch of times, throw him around, stomp on his chest and and, and, and eventually hit the stunner. And it's great. So I got a lot of enjoyment specifically out of that mode in that game, in that ver um, that game. Um, and I, I can't say enough about playing as Steve Austin in almost any wrestling game, but that one in particular, he, he's my favorite. We'll be talking about him later. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Which gives away my number one, because my number two, there is some joy in a wrestling game when you pick your character. And instead of starting on the ramp, 
you start backstage with a knock on the door from a state trooper. Oh, wow. And you march your way out towards the ring, and you get the pyro, you get the head banging, and you get the chance. Goldberg. Goldberg. And then you immediately get in the ring and hit his, and hit like seven spears. Because why not? Goldberg, man. I mean, you get the big man offense. He's usually way faster in, in video game form than in real life. So much fun to squash people as Goldberg, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. When they added squash matches to 2K19, Goldberg was a, an excellent inclusion for that reason. And, yeah, the spear, the jackhammer, always great. Um, his moveset is just throwing people around with suplexes and then running into them and running them over. So much fun. Uh, Goldberg is, is, yeah, as a video game character, one of the best. Goldberg is my number two. I, I, I'm kind of afraid to admit this, but one of my favorite moves to hit as Goldberg in, in um, Here Comes the Pain is the most devastating kick in pro wrestling. That thrust kick, man, it's dangerous. Yeah, man, <laughs> look out. <laughs> Number two, I think somewhere, if, if Christian is, is in within earshot, he, um, he would definitely smile with me saying this. Number two, Ultimo Dragon in WCW NWO Revenge. Um, the best finisher in the game. He hits the Frankensteiner. He does a cool version of the Frankensteiner off the top rope. In my opinion, it's the best finisher in the game. He is, and, and if you don't hit that, you also hit that like wicked power bomb he does. Um, it just, yeah, my favorite character to play in the game. I know your brother's favorite character to play in the game as well. Um, yeah, that that one stuck out to me, definitely when I was doing this list. Ultimate Dragon's an excellent choice. You mentioned him before, we're going to get this over with. 2K16 was what brought me back into wrestling. Stone Cold Steve Austin hit everybody with stunners always. Yep. Mm -hmm. And every universe mode, when we did retro universe mode, which was always a lot of fun to do, every time we did it, Stone Cold Steve Austin, just dominant. He beats everybody. He's so hard to put away, and the stunner is devastating. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> One stunner, it's done. Oh yeah. Um, I don't have, like, I mean, everybody always wants to hit everybody with stunners in video games anyway. You're probably going to have a guy who you create ha uh, having the stunner as a finisher because you obviously would. But yeah. Stone Cold Steve Austin, that's, that is my number one. And it, yeah, it, it, there's no debate for me. Wow. All right. All right. I love that. I love that pick. I love that we both had that in different spots. Um, my number one, again, you might laugh at it, but it's AJ Styles in 2K19. Um, it was the first, I, was it the first wrestling game he was in WWE? I think so. Either so, that or 18, I can't remember. Yeah, I don't remember either. Um, but no, as a character, this guy can hit moves from everywhere. Springboard. Uh, just front grapple off the top rope. Like he is my favorite character to play in almost any wrestling game, but specifically in 2K19, he was another guy who, like you said, like Austin in, in 16, like you couldn't beat him. You couldn't put him down. AJ is a guy who, whenever we've done a universe mode and ever, and whenever I've chosen him, he's usually at the top of the card. Like he he he's he, he's very very hard to defeat, and when we do our simulation wrestling, another guy who just always stays near the top. So, uh, and and as a character who I've played as many times, again my favorite character to play as. He can hit moves from anywhere. He's one of the most dangerous characters in the current WWE games. I think it's an excellent choice. Well, Kyle, that concludes our. Christmas, holiday, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa show. It does. Uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun to talk about video game wrestling as always. Um, I could talk about this stuff forever. This is yeah. This is how I this is how I enjoy enjoy this hobby uh, a lot of the time is through simulation. Uh, it, it very much so my, uh, my uh, the same myself. Uh, I just recently got a Xbox Series X and WWE 2K22 has just finished installing. So I'm looking forward to like having a lot of fun with that. Uh, with all that being said, Kyle, uh, I want to say Merry Christmas 
firstly. Mm. Uh, Merry Christmas to you as well. And I, I, I'm glad that you we were able to sit down this morning, Christmas morning, and talk about this and and you know get this get this all going. Uh, Kyle, why don't you tell the fine folks who listen to us even on the holidays where to find us on social media? Uh, they can find us on Twitter at WNWallup, Instagram WNWallup, search Wednesday Night Wallop on Facebook. We are there. It's Rylan, my name. Uh, hard to miss. If you want to find me personally on Twitter before I eventually delete it for that entire website becoming a tire fire, it is at KJ, which is L-E-R-E-G-E-N-D-A-R-Y-K-J. Rylan, hit them with your Twitter. It's at R-Y-A-M Sport Report. Uh, if uh, I just want to say to everyone who's listened to our podcast over the last year, while this isn't the last show you're going to hear this year, uh, thank you so much. Uh, and we're going to have some uh, Christmas well wishes uh, to, to end the show. So, Kyle, uh, with all that being said, why don't you send the people home happy? Thank you, everybody, for listening all the way to the end. You have been walloped holiday style. <laughs> You've been listening to a Wallop Media podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Wallop Media. The hosts of our shows are Rylan, Kyle, and DK. You can find Rylan on Twitter at Rylan Wallop and Kyle on Twitter at Kyle Wallop. Production is by RJ Spearin. You can find his work at facebook.com slash spearkingco. Logo designs are by Maisie Mulder. You can find her work on her website, maisiemulderdesigns.com. Our podcasts are hosted by Acast. You can listen to them on the podcast catcher of your choice or on our website, shows.acast.com slash wallopmedia.